everybody. Welcome to Late Night Football. Welcome to our third match reaction show today. And uh, it's finished Arsenal 2, Fulham 1. I mean, it took a while to get going. And then the first half was pretty boring, to be honest. But uh, once it got going, it, it really got going, didn't it? And Arsenal uh, sort of creators of their own uh, demise in some ways. But then uh, Gabriel redeems himself with a wonderful uh with a, with a wonderful finish right at the, well not a well yeah well finished right at the dead with, with the goal right at the dead and uh, gets the win for Arsenal. They stay top of the league uh, after four games still. So yeah so they this let's see how long they can keep that up. But uh, yes it was this is a great game. Um there's there's issues there for Arsenal. I think they missed uh Alexander Jinchenko today. I think they did miss him today. Um, as good as Tierney is, he's, he's a good left back. I just think Jinchenko makes it, uh, you know, a little bit different. I think he offers a little bit something different because of his dynamism, his ability to uh, go inside and out. I think he he does bring something different that I don't think uh, Tierney is able to bring um, to this team at the moment. Like you can see the difference. I think that that make a difference. Partey being absent was also a factor, but I don't think that was as much as big a factor as I think Zinchenko missing. So that's something. Uh, that Arteta will look at, but you know that, that's that's the way it is. Uh, it, um, you know, no player will play all 50, 60 games, whatever Arsenal play. Nobody's going to play all of them, so they're going to have to find ways to work around and make sure other players can step up in the absence of, of those that are starting. So, um, the the goal itself that that Fulham scored was very interesting because I think the cross that came in wasn't the best. Uh, the pass that came in to Gabriel wasn't the best, but you still feel that Gabriel again. It's the same thing that I saw with Mendy. What happens is the first touch is good. But then oftentimes, if your second touch doesn't go where you want it to go, then you kind of panic because suddenly you've got somebody behind you. I think Mitrovic, credit to him, he didn't give up. And, um, you know, it just looked like he didn't know what he wanted to do once he had that second touch and go so well. So the ball goes away. Uh, the ball kind of, you know, he loses grip on the ball. And uh, Mitrovic, credit to him for good pressure, by the way. And puts in a nice shot uh, past... Um, Ramsdale. And at that point, you just wonder, is this it? Is this it for Arsenal? Like, is there a good run coming to an end? They were so profligate today. I mean, the amount of chances that Arsenal had and the amount of chances that they missed or, or that were saved were just unbelievable. I mean, there were just shots flying everywhere. Bern Leno was probably trying to make a point today that, you know what, I was, I you know, I was not given a fair chance at Arsenal. Or that, that, you know, that I'm better than being an Arsenal reject. That I was not supposed to be rejected by Arsenal. I think he had a wonderful game today. Um, and he might be some of your people's man of the match. So if he is your man of the match, do smash like on this video. It's not mine. Um, but if he really he had a good he had a good game, I wouldn't give him man of the match. But if he is your man of the match, do smash like on the video, of course. But it was it was just you felt like oh, so many chances, so much profligacy. Um, and will that come back to bite Arsenal? That come back to haunt them? It almost did when Mitrovic scored. And after that, I thought Fulham did the right thing. They started peppering, you know, crosses into the box. I think, you know, there were a few chances Mitrovic had as well, where he was getting headers, he was winning headers, he was, uh, you know, holding off defenders. I just wonder if maybe maybe Mitrovic could have done a little bit more, maybe another goal, maybe they could have done a little bit more, maybe uh, been a little bit more braver to have one or two people around him so he could win headers and knockdowns. They didn't do that. And um, Arsenal then just went and scored. And there was a lucky goal. But I think it was kind of the only way that Arsenal were going to get that first goal was through deflection. I mean, it was uh, Odegaard. It was a good pass from Saka, by the way. A good run pass from Saka. And Odegaard's shot really would have been saved by Leno if it wasn't for the deflection. Um, but it looked like that was the only way Arsenal were going to score. They needed a break. They needed a break from somewhere. They got it by that deflection from other Bayoyo. Um, and at that point, you just kind of felt well, Arsenal going to win. This Fulham are not going to win it. You thought Arsenal going to win this. If they can... If anyone's going to win, it's going to be Arsenal at one all. Um, and um, they just kept fighting and fighting and flying. Gabriel Martinelli had an absolutely horrendous game, by the way. Uh, the crosses, some of the crossing was just abysmal. Some of the corners were abysmal as well. I mean, he just didn't look like he knew. He almost forgotten. Like, he'd almost forgotten what am I supposed to do with the crossing and the corners. It looked like he completely forgotten 
of what those things are uh, with some of them. And it was really bad, uh, really, really, really poor. But he comes up with trumps. When it matters, he comes up with a wonderful cross, uh, with a wonderful corner. And, uh, you know, I think Leno was playing for a foul. I think Leno was playing for a foul because I think that's the way. You kind of, he never got anywhere near the ball. And I just feel that with Saliba, he kind of figured Saliba's going to move into me and I'm just going to fall down and get a foul. I think he was playing for a foul. And that's what happened. But Saliba was smart enough that he didn't actually do anything to him, just, you know, made a jump. And he, it, it didn't, he didn't get a foul. So I think, I think that was Leno, a bit of fault on Leno that he didn't collect it or that he didn't punch it away. And he kind of played for a foul. So I would blame him for that. And that probably takes him, shaves off, you know, the, you know, a little bit of the points off of that. Um, and then it falls to Gabriel. Gabriel's, you know, was at fault for uh, the concession of the goal. But guess what? He comes up runs on the other side and says, "Thank you very much. I'm going to score. I'm going to score this one." And he does score. So it had to be Gabriel, hadn't it? In some ways, the story was written, and he scores the winner for Arsenal, and they pick up a valuable three points, a much needed three points, a hard-fought three points, and uh, you know keeps their perfect run going, of course, and keeps them top of the table. So um, Arteta will be pleased with that win because it came again in adverse circumstances of their own making. Yes, but it was still adverse circumstances, and they showed enough character to come back from one nil down. Especially, you know, when you conceded a goal uh, through a mistake, right? It's, it's even worse when you consider a goal through a mistake. You almost start to think, ah, oh, is it our day? Is it our day? And for them to show that character to say, no, this is our day, I think that is something. Um, and for me, Martin Odegaard, man of the match. Beyond doubt, the goal that he scored was fantastic. Some of his passing in that second half was just magnificent to watch. But also the fact that he was a captain and he was leading from the front and he was saying, no, we're going to fight, we're going to keep fighting. That mentality that, that exists, I think that is very, very important to mention. Another Odegaard did really, really well um, in this game. So for me, he's the man of the match. Um, I like Enketi as well. He came on for a brief cameo. Wouldn't be starting him over Jesus, but I thought he just was looking bright. He had a couple of chances as well that he probably should have buried. You would think that he would bury them because they were really one-on-ones, um, especially the one that Odegaard had a nice little flick on. And all Enketi had to do was hit it first time. But for some reason, he thought, I'm going to take a touch and I'm going to do something. So for me, um, he if he had scored one of those, he probably would have been a contender as well. But um, just the fact that he was getting into good positions. It's just that his finishing was a little bit lacking. Um, and I, I, uh, Gabriel Jesus, for me, see, it's interesting. We saw Haaland score three goals today. He didn't have a very good game. If you look, they got those three goals. He didn't actually have a very good game. He wasn't very involved. But he was the man of the match just because of the fact that he got himself into, into a position where he could score three goals. And that's what a striker is supposed to do. I feel Jesus is the complete opposite, where he gets into good positions, but for some reason he hesitates to shoot. He's almost... He's almost a complete striker. He's a he's a more complete striker than Haaland is. So not a more complete striker, a more complete player than Haaland is. But he's not a better striker than Haaland. Haaland is a better striker. And the reason for that is that Haaland can do the job of what a striker is supposed to do. Gabriel Jesus, for some reason, doesn't seem to be able to do that. Like he, Oftentimes, he was in good position, but he chose to pass. He chose to lay off the ball. He wasn't shooting. Um, at times, he would shrug off the player, get in good positions, and then suddenly look for a pass, lose the ball. I think that's a problem for him. And that's one of the things that holds him back from becoming the elite striker that he could possibly become. Because his all-round game is brilliant. It's just that that part of goal, goal scoring that, that that is lacking. So that's something that he's going to have to work on. That's something that is going to have to tell him, listen, you know, you're a striker, you've got to score goals. So you've got to take more shots. If you're going to score more, more goals, you're going to have to take more shots. Um, like, you know, the, those are things that I think he needs to be instilled. Um, and that's something that he will need to learn from because otherwise he's just going to be what he was at City, which is a good player, a very good player on his day, but someone who's not really cut out to be a striker for a top Premier League club. Now, that's just my opinion. Let me know what you think in the comments, of course, about, I'm sure, he, I'm not saying he had a bad game, by the way. I'm not saying he had a bad game. He was very lively. He did a lot of good stuff. 
and a lot of good things did come through him. The problem was with a striker, you're looking at goals, you know, you know, especially when you're one minute down, especially when you're struggling to break down a team like Fulham because you know they're real trouble. You're looking for your striker to to get your goal or to take shots, and you just was hesitant a bit. That's just my opinion. But let me in the comments. What do you think about the game? What do you think about the Jesus' performance, Arsenal's performance? Do you think this is a, a, an indicator of something that Arsenal could do something big this season? Uh, let me know. Of course, always love to hear from you guys. Do smash a like for Martin Odegaard. If he was your man of the match, he was my man of the match for sure. Smash a like for Arsenal as well. And do remember to subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Follow us on Facebook. We've got one more match reaction show to coming up for you today. And we've got a few more coming tomorrow. So when you subscribe, you get notified as they drop. And of course, we do appreciate your support in growing this channel. So please do subscribe and help us out. Thank you so much for watching. We'll see you again soon. Bye-bye.